It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Live coast to coast on the BetQL network. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM alongside Jim Rodriguez. I'm Chris Mack. J-Rod and I going to get you through the final 40 minutes of the show here today with lightning bets before we wrap up a full jam-packed NBA slate uh, that I'm sure we'll have a couple of plays on. Of course, college basketball was college basketball again. We'll get into that in just a minute as well with Jared Smith of Fox Sports Radio and live on the line. Don't forget, if you missed anything, use that rewind feature inside your Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. You can go back to anything in the last 72 hours. And of course, we've got podcasts for you as well. Everything podcasted here on BetQL Daily. Make sure you follow inside your Odyssey app and subscribe to get it wherever you get your podcasts. Watch us as well on Twitch, twitch.tv slash BetQL and YouTube at Odyssey Sports. Uh, Got to welcome in now from BetMGM's Live on the Line. Catch it every afternoon, noon to 3 Eastern on Stadium and, of course, Fox Sports Radio as well. And on social media, at Jared Lee Smith. I don't know if he stayed up all night celebrating the Penn State upset of Illinois uh, at Rec Hall. I don't know if the adrenaline of a Mountain West Conference matchup maybe kept him up later than usual or not. But we got him this morning. Jared Smith with us here on BetQL Daily. Morning, Jared. How are you? Oh, man. I, I think both is the answer to your question, Chris. Um, <laughs> Penn State at Rec Hall last night. I don't know why. Actually, I do know why they don't play all their games at Rec Hall. It's because of some stupid Big Ten stipulation because of, you know, the size of the arena. Right. But finally, um, Coach Rhodes decided that it was time to play a Big Ten game there, right? They played other games at that venue before in the last few years, but this was the first conference game they played there in like two decades since they joined the Big Ten. And obviously it went really well. Um, I think the uh, frenziness of that building deserves more Big Ten games. And then the late night game you were talking about, Colorado State, New Mexico, I mean, goodness gracious, the Mountain West, and last year was the first year that we've seen the Mountain West kind of kick that stigma, right? Because usually the Mountain West is like the most exciting conference during the regular season, and then they get to March and they all get bounced in the first round. Well, last year, San Diego State finally got over the hump, made it all the way to the championship game, and now the Mountain West is this season kind of carrying that torch again. I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if we see a Mountain West team make it to the Sweet 16, I don't know if I'm ready to go Final Four again, but it wouldn't surprise me after what we've seen over the last few weeks. It is, hands down, the most exciting conference in the country right now. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Jared, things hopefully will not get too exciting for some teams that are looking at some uh, bounce backs. And the first one that, that jumps out at mind is Rutgers at Purdue in West Lafayette. Big plump number. 15 and a half. I think Purdue is going to lay the wood on the Scarlet Knights. I think it's, it's a big win for the, it's a big game, big opportunity for the school, for the team, uh, kind of a gut check for them. You, you go anywhere near that 15 and a half that Purdue's laying tonight? Yeah, it came down a little bit. So certainly the uh, market sentiment overnight is with Rutgers. I saw this thing open 16 and, and it's being traded, you know, around 15 now kind of market wide. Um, Purdue's also off of one of those losses, too. And I, I think that's where you kind of look to which team has the better chance to really assert themselves. And I, I would lean in, in Purdue's corner. I actually like Purdue a lot this year. I've got a future on them uh, at 9-1 to one to win the national title. I think I'm seeing it traded around 6-1 to one right now. I don't know if I'd make that bet at 6-1. to one, But I, I, I still think um, Purdue is a team this year that, is a little bit different than last year. And I don't know if you guys are into karma or spiritual stuff, but the last time a 16 seed got bounced in the first or a one seed lost to a 16 seed in the first round, the following year, they won the national title. And that was Virginia, of course, the UMBC year. And then they bounced back the, 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 the next season and win it all. So I'm not saying Purdue is on that course, but I do think they have the tools this year to do that. Um, Zach Eadie looks a little bit more athletic. They've got three guys on the outside that are all shooting at 40% from three, Smith and Lawyer and Gillis. I mean, they, they've, got, they've got some some firepower this year. For Rutgers, it's always about the defense, and they're a lot more offensively challenged this year than in prior years. 
So I think if Purdue, um, you know, this game is in West Lafayette, and that's why you're seeing such a big number. If, if Purdue defends it well tonight and Rutgers really struggles to get that offense going, which is, you know, ranked 356th in effective field goal percentage this season, there's only 363 Division One teams, I, I think Purdue could absolutely cover that number tonight, especially off the loss against Ohio State. Jared Smith, Fox Sports Radio, and BetMGM's live on the line with us here on BetQL Daily. Uh, one team that people are used to paying attention to this time of year – I guess you could call it an off year for them. They're, they're right on the bubble right now, according to Lenardi anyway. They would be one of the last four in Gonzaga. On the road in the WCC tonight, Jared, laying 21 and a half. I get it. They've won, what, uh, nine out of their last 10, I think it is. And they're the Zags, and Portland is Portland. But 21 and a half, too big a number for you, or is this an opportunity? I don't think it's too big of a number. I, I, I understand why people look at that number and they're like, whoa, whoa, Gonzaga hasn't been Gonzaga of years past. And, and that's, that's true to an extent. They are on the bubble. I think because they're on the bubble, though, Chris, style points matter, right? And when you look at what they've done in the West Coast Conference, when you're not facing the teams that are at the top, St. Mary's, San Francisco, those are the teams that have been um, giving them trouble this year. Well, here are the win margins against those bottom feeders from the West Coast Conference. 26, 27, 25, 42, 34, 32 against Portland a few weeks ago, 17, 26, and then nine against Pacific. So I guess Pacific's really the only team that's been able to keep it relatively close um, in that West Coast Conference, unless you're St. Mary's or San Francisco. Well, that, that's great. They're not facing either of those teams tonight. So I, I think Portland is, is not a team I would look to uh, uh, be betting on tonight. I think this is as Gonzaga or pass. I think down the stretch of the season, Gonzaga plays Saint, uh, Santa Clara, and then they've got those two huge games against San Francisco and St. Mary's. So this might be your last chance to bet Gonzaga in this whopper favorite role because when they get to the West Coast Conference Tournament, I'm not looking to bet them in the Whopper favorite role because they're just looking to win in advance. In fact, they're only going to play one game against a, uh, a bottom feeder in that sense because of the double-buy scenario that will likely take place in that conference tournament here in Las Vegas. So I, I think this might be our last chance to bet Gonzaga in a situation where we know they're going to win tonight. It's just a matter of how much. Yeah, listen, uh, one, one of the great feel-good stories was uh, Florida Atlantic. The Owls, FAU, rolled to the Final Four. Big night in Boca, conference game. SMU comes to call. Florida Atlantic, minus six and a half in that game. Uh, they're laying six and a half at home. What, what's your play on that? Yeah, FAU. I mean, it, it, it looks great on the surface based off of their win-loss record. Um, they're 20 and six, right? That's fantastic. Yeah. They're basically a 500 team against the spread this year. Um, and it goes back to a couple things. First of all, the market obviously has caught up to them. Um, and that happens a lot with these college basketball teams, especially the mid majors like Gonzaga is actually a great example of it, right? You, you have that success. And then all of a sudden, um, the numbers start to get moved out on you. And it's harder to cover those numbers. So they're winning games, but they're not covering. And that's the case tonight against SMU, who actually is really hot. They've won six straight, covered six straight. Rob Lanier's club is kind of this balanced unit. They're top 50 offense, defense. So I, I don't think they're going to have any issue going into FAU and, and keeping things close against the Florida Atlantic defense that has been a disaster this year. And FAU, 3-10 and 10 against the spread in conference play. So I, I just think 
this is a, a, a good spot. Every spot, it seems like, is a good spot to fade FAU. They've got the target on their back. Everybody in conference play wants – they're going to get their best shot. Now, they are coming off a loss, an in-state loss, um, and that, you know, you can say bounce-back vibes, certainly, but um, the, the Sharps seem to not care because they're betting FAU every single game. I saw this number go up from 5.5 last night up to 6.5, and, and they're wrong most games because the, the Owls are really struggling to cover numbers. So I, I, I think actually your best uh, bet here is to wait – because if the market continues to love on FAU, you might even get a seven flash before tonight. Of course, seven o'clock Eastern tip down there in Boca, so you got plenty of time. Um, but I will be on SMU tonight in some capacity. Jared Smith, Fox Sports Radio, and BetMGM's live on the line with us here on BetQL Daily. Follow him on X Twitter at Jared Lee Smith. Uh, I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, but Saturday a big day. Baylor hosts. Houston WVU is visiting Iowa State and they've been they've had a couple giant killer spots this year I don't know about on the road though and what that spread may look like Jared also Duke visiting Wake Duke hasn't had a huge trip up yet they got past Miami last night Kentucky Bama um, and then UConn hosting Villanova I know Nova does not look like a typical Wildcats team this year but the Big East is pretty strong and UConn is at the top of that thing they looked awful in Omaha the other night though big bounce back spot for UConn yeah I I think you're gonna probably see so Ken Palm's got it at 10 my guess is that'll be shaded higher probably 11 or 12 maybe even higher um you're gonna have to pay a premium for UConn on Saturday I I love Dan Hurley um high EQ posted the meme of, of the Game of Thrones shame after his uh incident leaving the floor in Creighton I love when coaches call attention to that stuff Let's be honest, guys. If you had college students screaming obscenities at you while you're trying to do your job for three hours and you're walking off the floor at the end of a tough night, you might snap a little bit too. Anyone looking too much into that incident just just has no uh, sympathy for, for, for a coach that's probably uh, – he had a rough night. And I, I know it doesn't explain or you know justify any violence against any students, but he was just talking at the end of it. And I, I think UConn's going to bounce back pretty strong from that. They've got their coaches back there. And – you said it, Villanova's – this isn't last year's Villanova team. This is not the three years ago Villanova team that won the national title, right? This is a very different Nova team that doesn't quite defend as well as they have in years past. But they're coming off of three nice wins, right? They beat Butler the other night, scored 70 on them. Um, not going to look too much into the win over St. John – or over Georgetown, but the Seton Hall, you know, beat them by 26 the other night. So um, Villanova certainly uh, probably trending a little bit better. Earlier this year, they uh, lost this game um, in uh, at, at home uh, to one uh, at two to to UConn by one. So it was a tight game the last time they played. I think UConn probably gets a little bit of separation this time around. The fact that the game is uh, in stores uh, certainly helps. Iowa State's an interesting one too. Um, I, I was on the Cyclones. I, I caught nine against that uh, against Houston the other night. They they lost by eight. It was tight. They were down early. I thought they were going to get blown out, but they showed a lot of toughness. And this is a this is a really um, interesting Iowa State team. I I don't know if they're elite in terms of like a Final Four caliber team. But they're a Sweet 16 team. Um, they're a top 10 defense. I think their offense is a little bit better than people think. Um, they've got a couple decent shooters there on the outside. So I, I, I would say Iowa State probably going to be laying like 20 almost at home against West Virginia. Uh, I, I wouldn't bet that one. But keep an, eye, keep an eye on Iowa State in the futures market down the stretch because the Big 12 is legit. Um, and I think UConn is in a good bounce back spot at home against Nova on Saturday. 
Yeah. Jared, looking forward a little bit, and I know a lot of it depends on on seedings and matchups and everything like that. UConn plus 475 to win the whole damn thing, but Purdue still shorter odds than Houston. Purdue uh, plus 650, Houston plus 850 over at MGM. Tell me about the Cougars. I think is, is Houston, should they be behind? Should they have longer odds than Purdue? I think so. I... I... I think Houston is the next best team in the country, but I do think UConn and Purdue are in a tier by themselves. Like I do this a lot down the stretch. Now that I have a really strong, you know, viewership of these teams, I've watched, you know, all the top teams multiple times. I I do my tiers, right? Everyone, every handicapper has their own tiers. Um, With college basketball, it's, 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 it's usually a three tier system. It's one tier of the top, it's two tier, you know, tier two of like contenders and then tier three of like sleepers. Everyone else I don't even consider once we get to this time of year. There's only two teams in my top tier. It's UConn and it's Purdue. And then I've got Houston, Arizona, Tennessee, um, a bunch of other kind of, you know, uh, middling, I would say contenders. Iowa State's in that mix of like contenders. And then I've got some sleepers down at the bottom that frankly I haven't really filled out yet because I haven't had a chance to really watch a lot of these teams. I will during the conference tournaments and then I'll start to add some sleeper teams to my uh, mix. Usually the sleepers, I like to ride momentum, right? It's a mid-major that maybe wins their conference tournament, and it, it's harder to do this far out from the tournament. But in, in my top tier, it is set. It has been locked for about a month now. It's UConn and it's Purdue. And I just think Houston is right there, but they don't have the polish offensively that the other two teams do. Whereas I think UConn and Purdue can win multiple ways. I think Houston – has to win a low-scoring game. They have to win the grinders. They have to keep teams to under 70, 75, because UConn and Purdue have the ability to get into the 80s. I don't think Houston does. And there might be a tournament game, right? You play six games in a row to win the championship. You might have to win a game 85-82 during that stretch. I don't think that's where Houston um, matches up with a UConn or Purdue. I think that's where those teams are a little bit better. Great stuff, Jared, from tonight's slate to the weekend to the futures. We appreciate it, as always, at Jared Lee Smith on X and Twitter from Fox Sports Radio and VSIN and live on the line, Jared Smith. Thanks again, man. We appreciate it. Good luck, guys. Yeah. Knowing my track record on college basketball recently, J Rod, <laughs> I need all the luck I can get. Nonetheless, I'm going to dive back in, and we got a full NBA card to, to attack as well. We do it enlightening bets next right here on betql daily we'll be right back with betql daily presented by bets mgm on the betql network live coast to coast on the betql network this is betql daily presented by BetMGM alongside jim rodriguez i'm chris mack j rod and i gonna get you through the final 40 minutes of the show here today with lightning bets before we wrap up a full jam-packed NBA slate uh, that I'm sure we'll have a couple of plays on. Of course, college basketball was college basketball again. We'll get into that in just a minute as well with Jared Smith of Fox Sports Radio and live on the line. Don't forget, if you missed anything, use that rewind feature inside your Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. You can go back to anything in the last 72 hours. And of course, we've got podcasts for you as well. Everything podcasted here on BetQL Daily. Make sure you Follow inside your Odyssey app and subscribe to get it wherever you get your podcast. Watch us as well on Twitch, twitch.tv slash BetQL and YouTube at Odyssey Sports. Uh, Got to welcome in now 
from BetMGM's Live on the Line. Catch it every afternoon, noon to 3 Eastern on Stadium and, of course, Fox Sports Radio as well. And on social media, at Jared Lee Smith. I don't know if he stayed up all night celebrating the Penn State upset of Illinois uh, at Rec Hall. I don't know if the adrenaline of a Mountain West Conference matchup maybe kept him up later than usual or not. But we got him this morning. Jared Smith with us here on BetQL Daily. Morning, Jared. How are you? Oh, man. I I think both is the answer to your question, Chris. Um, Penn State at Rec Hall last night. I don't know why. Actually, I do know why they don't play all their games at Rec Hall. It's because of some stupid Big Ten stipulation because of, you know, the size of the arena. Right. But finally, um, Coach Rhodes decided that it was time to play a Big Ten game there, right? They played other games at that venue before in the last few years. But this was the first conference game they played there in like two decades since they joined the Big Ten. And obviously, it went really well. Um, I think the uh, frenziness of that building deserves more Big Ten games. And then the late-night game you were talking about, Colorado State, New Mexico. I mean, goodness gracious. The Mountain West, and last year was the first year that we've seen the Mountain West kind of kick that stigma, right? Because usually the Mountain West is like the most exciting conference during the regular season, and then they get to March, and they all get bounced in the first round. Well, last year, San Diego State finally got over the hump, made it all the way to the championship game, and now the Mountain West is this season kind of carrying that torch again. I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if we see a Mountain West team make it to the Sweet 16. I don't know if I'm ready to go Final Four again, but it wouldn't surprise me after what we've seen over the last few weeks. It is, hands down, the most exciting conference in the country right now. Uh, Jared, things – Hopefully will not get too exciting for some teams that are looking at some uh, bounce backs. And the first one that, that jumps out at mind is Rutgers at Purdue in West Lafayette. Big plump number, 15 and a half. I think Purdue is going to lay the wood on the Scarlet Knights. I think that it's a big win for the, it's a big game, big opportunity for the school, for the team, uh, kind of a gut check for them. You you go anywhere near that 15 and a half that Purdue's laying tonight? Yeah, it came down a little bit. So certainly the uh, market sentiment overnight is with Rutgers. I saw this thing open 16 and, and it's being traded, you know, around 15 now kind of market-wide. Um, Purdue's also off of one of those losses too. And I, I think that's where mm-hmm. you kind of look to which team has the better chance to really assert themselves. And I, I would lean in, in Purdue's corner. I actually like Purdue a lot this year. I've got a future on them uh, at nine to one to win the national title. I think I'm seeing it traded around six to one right now. I don't know if I'd make that bet at six to one, but I, I, I still think um, Purdue is a team this year that is a little bit different than last year. And I don't know if you guys are into karma or spiritual stuff, but the last time a, a 16 seed got bounced in the first or a one seed lost to a 16 seed in the first round, the following year they won the national title. And that was Virginia, of course, the UMBC year. And then they bounce back the, 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 the next season and win it all. So I'm not saying Purdue is on that course, but I do think they have the tools this year to do that. Um, Zach Eadie looks a little bit more athletic. They've got three guys on the outside that are all shooting at 40% from three, Smith and Lawyer and Gillis. I mean, they, they've got, they've got some, some firepower this year. For Rutgers, it's always about the defense, and they're a lot more offensively challenged this year than in prior years. 
So I think if Purdue, um, you know, this game is in West Lafayette, and that's why you're seeing such a big number. If, if Purdue defends it well tonight and Rutgers really struggles to get that offense going, which is, you know, ranked 356th in effective field goal percentage this season, there's only 363 Division One teams, I, I think Purdue could absolutely cover that number tonight, especially off the loss against Ohio State. Jared Smith, Fox Sports Radio, and BetMGM's live on the line with us here on BetQL Daily. Uh, one team that people are used to paying attention to this time of year, I guess you could call it an off year for them. They're, they're right on the bubble right now, according to Lenardi anyway. They would be one of the last four in Gonzaga. On the road in the WCC tonight, Jared, laying 21 and a half. I get it. They've won, what, uh, nine out of their last 10, I think it is. And they're the Zags, and Portland is Portland. But 21 and a half, too big a number for you, or is this an opportunity? I don't think it's too big of a number. I, I, I understand why people look at that number and they're like, whoa, whoa, Gonzaga hasn't been Gonzaga of years past. And, and that's, that's true to an extent. They are on the bubble. I think because they're on the bubble, though, Chris, style points matter, right? And when you look at what they've done in the West Coast Conference, when you're not facing the teams that are at the top, St. Mary's, San Francisco, those are the teams that have been um, giving them trouble this year. Well, here are the win margins against those bottom feeders from the West Coast Conference. 26, 27, 25, 42, 34, 32 against Portland a few weeks ago, 17, 26, and then nine against Pacific. So I guess Pacific's really the only team that's been able to keep it relatively close um, in that West Coast Conference, unless you're St. Mary's or San Francisco. Well, that's, that's great. They're not facing either of those teams tonight. So I, I think Portland is, is not a team I would look to uh, uh, be betting on tonight. I think this is as Gonzaga or pass. I think down the stretch of the season, Gonzaga plays St. Uh, Santa Clara, and then they've got those two huge games against San Francisco and St. Mary's. So this might be your last chance to bet Gonzaga in this whopper favorite role because when they get to the West Coast Conference Tournament, I'm not looking to bet them in the Whopper favorite role because they're just looking to win in advance. In fact, they're only going to play one game against a, uh, a bottom feeder in that sense because of the double-buy scenario that will likely take place in that conference tournament here in Las Vegas. So I, I think this might be our last chance to bet Gonzaga in a situation where we know they're going to win tonight. It's just a matter of how much. Yeah, listen, uh, one, one of the great feel-good stories was uh, Florida Atlantic. The Owls, FAU, rolled to the Final Four. Big night in Boca, conference game. SMU comes to call. Florida Atlantic, minus 6.5 in that game. Uh, they're laying 6.5 at home. What, what's your play on that? Yeah, FAU. I mean, it, it, it looks great on the surface based off of their win-loss record. Um, they're 20 and six, right? That's fantastic. Yeah. They're basically a 500 team against the spread this year. Um, and it goes back to a couple things. First of all, the market obviously has caught up to them. Um, and that happens a lot with these college basketball teams, especially the mid majors like Gonzaga is actually a great example of it, right? You, you have that success. And then all of a sudden, um, the numbers start to get moved out on you. And it's harder to cover those numbers. So they're winning games, but they're not covering. And that's the case tonight against SMU, who actually is really hot. They've won six straight, covered six straight. Rob Lanier's club is kind of this balanced unit. They're top 50 offense, defense. So I, I don't think they're going to have any issue going into FAU and, and keeping things close against the Florida Atlantic defense that has been a disaster this year. And FAU, 3-10 and 10 against the spread in conference play. So I, I just think this is a, a, a good spot. 
every spot, it seems like, is a good spot to fade FAU. They've got the target on their back. Everybody in conference play wants they're going to get their best shot. Now, they are coming off a loss, an in-state loss, um, and that, you know, you can say bounce-back vibes, certainly, but um, the Sharks seem to not care because they're betting FAU every single game. I saw this number go up from 5.5 last night up to 6.5, and and they're wrong most games because the the Owls are really struggling to cover numbers. So I I, I think actually your best uh, bet here is to wait because if the market continues to love on FAU, you might even get a seven flash before tonight. Of course, seven o'clock Eastern tip down there in Boca. So you got plenty of time. Um, but I will be on SMU tonight in some capacity. Jared Smith, Fox Sports Radio and BetMGM's live on the line with us here on BetQL Daily. Follow him on X Twitter at Jared Lee Smith. Uh, I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, but Saturday, a big day. Baylor hosts Houston, WVU is visiting Iowa State, and they've been they've had a couple giant killer spots this year. I don't know about on the road, though, and what that spread may look like, Jared. Also, Duke visiting Wake. Duke hasn't had a huge trip up yet. They got past Miami last night, Kentucky, Bama. Um, and then UConn hosting Villanova. I know Nova does not look like a typical Wildcats team this year, but the Big East is pretty strong, and UConn is at the top of that thing. They looked awful in Omaha the other night though big bounce back spot for UConn yeah I I think you're gonna probably see so Ken Palm's got it at 10 my guess is that'll be shaded higher probably 11 or 12 maybe even higher um you're gonna have to pay a premium for UConn on Saturday I I love Dan Hurley um high EQ posted the meme of, of the Game of Thrones shame after his uh incident leaving the floor in Creighton I love when coaches call attention to that stuff Let's be honest, guys. If you had college students screaming obscenities at you while you're trying to do your job for three hours and you're walking off the floor at the end of a tough night, you might snap a little bit too. Anyone looking too much into that incident just just has no uh, sympathy for, for, for a coach that's probably uh, – he had a rough night. And I, don't, I know it doesn't explain or you know, justify any violence against any students, but he was just talking at the end of it. And I, I think UConn's going to bounce back pretty strong from that. They've got their coaches back there. And – you said it, Villanova's – this isn't last year's Villanova team. This is not the three years ago Villanova team that won the national title, right? This is a very different Nova team that doesn't quite defend as well as they have in years past. But they're coming off of three nice wins, right? They beat Butler the other night, scored 70 on them. Um, not going to look too much into the win over St. John – or over Georgetown, but the Seton Hall, you know, beat them by 26 the other night. So um, Villanova certainly uh, probably trending a little bit better. Earlier this year, they uh, lost this game um, in uh, at, at home uh, to one uh, at two to to UConn by one. So it was a tight game the last time they played. I think UConn probably gets a little bit of separation this time around. The fact that the game is uh, in stores uh, certainly helps. Iowa State's an interesting one too. Um, I, I was on the Cyclones. I, I caught nine against that uh, against Houston the other night. They they lost by eight. It was tight. They were down early. I thought they were going to get blown out, but. They show a lot of toughness, and this is a this is a really um, interesting Iowa State team. I I don't know if they're elite in terms of like a Final Four caliber team, but they're a Sweet 16 team. Um, they're a top 10 defense. I think their offense a little bit better than people think. Um, they've got a couple decent shooters there on the outside. So I I, I would say Iowa State probably gonna be laying like 20 almost at home against West Virginia. Uh, I, I wouldn't bet that one, but keep an eye keep an eye on Iowa State in the futures market down the stretch because the Big 12 is legit. Um, and I think UConn is in a good bounce-back spot at home against Nova on Saturday. Yeah, 
Jared, looking forward a little bit, and I know a lot of it depends on on seedings and matchups and everything like that. UConn plus 475 to win the whole damn thing, but Purdue still shorter odds than Houston. Purdue uh, plus 650, Houston plus 850 over at MGM. Tell me about the Cougars. I think is, is Houston, should they be behind? Should they have longer odds than Purdue? I think so. I... I... I think Houston is the next best team in the country, but I do think UConn and Purdue are in a tier by themselves. Like I do this a lot down the stretch. Now that I have a really strong, you know, viewership of these teams, I've watched, you know, all the top teams multiple times. I I do my tiers, right? Everyone, every handicapper has their own tiers. Um, With college basketball, it's, 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 it's usually a three tier system. It's one tier of the top, it's two tier, you know, tier two of like contenders and then tier three of like sleepers. Everyone else I don't even consider once we get to this time of year. There's only two teams in my top tier. It's UConn and it's Purdue. And then I've got Houston, Arizona, Tennessee, um, a bunch of other kind of, you know, uh, middling, I would say contenders. Iowa State's in that mix of like contenders. And then I've got some sleepers down at the bottom that frankly I haven't really filled out yet because I haven't had a chance to really watch a lot of these teams. I will during the conference tournaments. And then I'll start to add some sleeper teams to my uh, mix. Usually the sleepers, I like to ride momentum, right? It's a mid-major that maybe wins their conference tournament. And it's harder to do this far out from the tournament. But in in my top tier, it is set. It has been locked for about a month now. It's UConn and it's Purdue. And I just think Houston is right there, but they don't have the polish offensively that the other two teams do. Whereas I think UConn and Purdue can win multiple ways. I think Houston – has to win a low-scoring game. They have to win the grinders. They have to keep teams to under 70, 75, because UConn and Purdue have the ability to get into the 80s. I don't think Houston does. And there might be a tournament game, right? You play six games in a row to win the championship. You might have to win a game 85-82 during that stretch. I don't think that's where Houston um, matches up with a UConn or Purdue. I think that's where those teams are a little bit better. Great stuff, Jared, from tonight's slate to the weekend to the futures. We appreciate it, as always, at Jared Lee Smith on X and Twitter from Fox Sports Radio and VSIN and live on the line, Jared Smith. Thanks again, man. We appreciate it. Good luck, guys. Yeah. Knowing my track record on college basketball recently, J-Rod, <laughs> I need all the luck I can get. Nonetheless, I'm going to dive back in, and we got a full NBA card to, to attack as well. We do it enlightening bets next right here on betql daily we'll be right back with betql daily presented by bets mgm on the betql network this is betql daily presented by bet mgm from betql And here we are. We have arrived. If you missed anything on BetQL Daily today, presented by BetMGM, you know you can rewind inside your Odyssey app or download it later. It'll be up as a podcast this afternoon inside your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks to Jared Smith of Fox Sports Radio for joining us just a couple minutes ago and live on the line. And Alex Monaco of MSG Network. So we've got our college basketball plays lined up, I think, if we've got any tonight. We've got plenty of NBA We ran through that card about an hour ago. Those will be here in Lightning Bets. We even went through some futures on where we think some big-name NFL free agents may end up 
in GTFO or oh yeah and our AL West preview was back there as well for those of you that missed it don't forget you can watch the show live every single day on Twitch twitch.tv slash betql and on YouTube just search Odyssey Sports J-Rod you know every day during the final break of the show we give esteemed video producer Brian Gertz a heads up if there's any games that he may not be prepared for that we're going to have plays on and he asked, he's like, hey, any NHL action? Now, you, my friend, have really been absolutely bathing in NHL profits the last few weeks. Good on you. I know better. Whereas with college basketball, I don't know better, and I will inevitably jump back in tonight and hate myself for it. With the NHL, I somehow know my limits and know when to stop. And I say, you know what? I had a good night in the NHL last night. I think I will back away from the table. Thank you very much, dealer. Can I have my chips and go? Um, I won't do it with college basketball. I'll screw around and find out again with college basketball tonight. I just know it. <sighs> Listen, I, I, I would like to thank, if I feel like an award show, I would like to thank the Arizona <laughs> Coyotes who have been part of this amazing uh, windfall of hockey. They've lost. Yeah. The Coyotes have lost 11 in a row. So literally it has been a uh, money line, a uh, puck line. Uh, the other day I bet of a puck line laying two and a half and we won the bet. So I would like to think maybe I can chip in and help them get that arena they're looking for. So they stop playing in that barn out in Tempe behind yeah, the Hooters somewhere. Really? Uh, it, well. it's, it's crazy, but <laughs> It, the, the, it worked the, for the Austin Matthews last night. Hmm? Austin Matthews, you know, 10 minutes from his from his childhood home, uh, ends up scoring two more goals. Uh, so, yeah, it shouldn't surprise us that Toronto handled business out in the desert last night. And I guess just keep fading the Coyotes. It's a pretty smart play yeah, if you think not, about they're, it. They're not playing tonight, unfortunately, but that's good. Right. You know, we, need, we need the rest. But I do have one hockey play tonight, and it's uh, okay. and it's sort of kind of being a contrarian, and it kind of pains me being here in South Florida. Listen, the, the Florida Panthers have been on fire, right? They, they've won 10 of 11, six in a row, uh, although I faded them the other day, and we won because I took the – I took uh, – Ottawa on the puck line and uh, they didn't, they covered Ottawa covered on the puck line uh, getting Mm -hmm. one and a half. So this night I'm going to take the Panthers who are on the road and taking their hot streak um, to Raleigh to play the hurricane. So I'm going to take the, 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 I'm going to take Carolina in that game laying the puck line and that's plus two hundred so that's the cat that that's that's carolina minus one and a half at home against the red hot panthers but it's plus 200 so i'll take the canes puck line uh, against florida wow. there then in the nba good listen listen when you're hot you're hot you got you gotta you gotta keep writing it you know you know i'm not gonna put a lot on it but we're gonna do that uh nba no college plays today in the nba the magic it's gone up they started plus seven and a half at cleveland now it's gone up to eight and a half at cleveland Orlando, best in the NBA against the spread, 35 and 18 this year. Getting eight and a half, I'll take that. I'm not going to put a lot, definitely going to sprinkle something on that. The Knicks and the Sixers, both teams banged up. I think the under 228 and a half in that game. And the Kevin Ollie era begins in Brooklyn tonight. They're at Toronto. What is it? Whenever there's a coaching change, you always go with the team that made the change. Straight up money line tonight. Nets money line at Toronto. 
Good call. I like that one. Um, I'll get to some NBA plays here in a moment as well. Um, I'm going to start. Like I said, I don't, I don't learn my lesson. Now, in all seriousness, I, 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 there's not a lot riding on this, but I'm going to dive back into college basketball. Um, <laughs> I'm such an idiot. Uh, but you know, you know what? This is backed. This is backed by an expert. This is backed by our guy Jared Smith. He said, Gonzaga, and he pointed. It makes a great point. These margins of victory for Gonzaga against those bottom feeders in the WCC. I mean, they beat Pacific by 24, I think, 24, 28, um, 26. I was in the neighborhood. Um, they've beaten some bad teams big. They've beaten Portland already by 32 this year. Now, this one's on the road. Doesn't matter. They beat Pacific on the road in conference. They beat Pepperdine by 25 in conference. They're going to be fine. Gonzaga on the road at Portland. So I'll lay the 21 and a half because I'm a big dummy and I go back into college basketball when I should. And when Gonzaga wins by, you know, a walk-off buzzer beater three or something, we won't be surprised. Uh, As for the NBA, big card as we dive back in, like I said, post-All-Star break, and I'm all over it. Mentioned Dallas hosting the Suns uh, tonight, only laying a point and a half. I'll take the Mavs at home against Phoenix to start the final stretch run on the right note, the same note they went into the All-Star break on, I would think. Luka, Kyrie, and the rest. Uh, I'll take Golden State hosting the Lakers. They're laying five and a half. Number's a little big for me, but I'll I'll lay it anyway. No LeBron for the Lakers uh, on the road, starting the final third of the season. You mentioned it earlier, J-Rod. These two teams are pretty firmly in the play-in tier. I think Golden State knows that, but Golden State is still finding their form over the last couple of weeks into the break. Bouncing back from the Draymond Green suspension and everything that came with it. Klay Thompson starting to look like Klay Thompson again. And like I said, Steph is Steph. So I got no problem laying five and a half against the LeBronless Lakers in San Francisco. OKC opening up the final third of the season at home against a veteran Clippers team. What did James Harden do during the All-Star break? Seriously. Do we think James Harden, like, hung out and got treatment and took it easy? No. You know what James Harden was doing. Dollar, you know dollar, dollar this, bills, y'all. Exactly. And this OKC team is young and hungry. SGA actually get, put forth some effort at the All-Star game. Give me the Thunder laying one and a half at home against the Clips. Uh, and then the Celtics. In Chicago tonight to start the final stretch run as well. I think they're going to look to put it on the Bulls and remind everyone of why they're the odds-on favorite, uh, not just in the Eastern Conference, but in the NBA as well. Laying eight and a half, nine and a half now. Oh, boy, it's getting heavy, but I'll do it. Celtics in Chicago tonight, laying the number. And just uh, just for funsies, stupid Sixers-Knicks player parlay, Okay. Jalen Brunson's uh, points, rebounds, assists is at 40 and a half. He only hit that once in his last four games going into the break. Remember, he's kind of dinged up. Um, uh, He had that ankle going into the all-star break. I'm going to take under 40 and a half. 40 and a half is a big number for Brunson's points, rebounds, and assists. And I'm going to parlay it with Buddy Heald over 25 and a half points, rebounds, assists. Uh, He's hit that since he joined the Sixers. 
uh, and the Sixers with Buddy Hill. I don't know about the game. I don't know about the spread. I don't know about the total, except I do like the low-scoring part of this game. I still think Buddy Heald is one of the few guys the Sixers are leaning on right now. So over 25.5. I parlay those two just for funsies, stupid player props together. I get plus 272. Why not? Let's do it. Uh, NBA Jake in the building tonight. Do you have anything for us? <laughs> yes, uh, because the college baseball games stink today uh, before the series start, the weekend series start tomorrow. So kind of an off day today, Thursday, all these games, there's like four of them. They're all pretty bad. So uh, we will be going to the NBA. I'm going to play a couple first half unders coming out of the all-star break. First one's going to be in Knicks Sixers under 117 and a half first half. If Brunson's banged up, what do we think these all these guys that weren't all at the All-Star break have been doing for the past week other than sitting at home? So that's the first one. And the second one, under 125 and a half in the first half of Mavs and Suns. Luca and KD and those the stars obviously were at the All-Star game. They didn't care. They were trying to just hang out. And again, what do we think the rest of these guys were doing? 125 and a half is insane, so go under in the first half there coming off the All-Star break. All right, NBA Jake back in the fold. Mario, what do you got for us? What was that noise? A lot. Uh, the association's what, back, what so I'm excited. <laughs> so let's Can get just, excited. Let's Mario, get out of baby. Up, hold on, hold on. One sec. One no, sec. Keep going. Can we just address the weird noise that Jake just made? That was emotion. What, what was this? It was, it was like a yelp. Yeah, it was like a what? wow. Look, okay. you put me and Jake in the same small room for three hours. Weird stuff's gonna happen. I need Paul Aspen Fair back point. more than I need air to breathe. <laughs> Fair point. Fair point. Miss you too, Paul. All right. But yeah, lots of stuff on the hardwood tonight. Uh, I like Derek White over 13 and a half points. I think Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are going to be a little, uh, how do you say, a little hungover. They're not going to want to score as much. I think Derek White, (laughs) matchup wise for the Bulls, is going to be able to put up a lot of points. So over 13 and a half points for him. Uh, Also, like the Warriors, five and a half. No LeBron for the Lakers. Lots of problems. So I'll take Warriors minus five and a half in that one. And Warriors really need to win a lot of games. Uh, J-Rod, sorry, other side of you. I like the Cavs. Took them at 7.5, 8.5. Still scary, but Maverick, I mean the Magics, 12-17 and 17 on the road this year. And the Cavs have been the best team since New Year's Eve in the NBA. So I really like that. Knicks, plus 1.5, I'll take that. Any day of the week against Sixers team that has no idea who they are without uh, the 76ers. Thunder, minus 1.5, 18-9 against a spread at home, 21-6 and six straight up. The Clippers are coming off all-star break, and they're going, we had a great time. We want to keep the good times rolling. We don't want to practice. We don't want to play. So taking that, uh, Harden under 8.5 assists as well. He's averages 6.3 assists per game in losses, and he's going to lose tonight against the Thunder, so take that. RJ Drummond over 9.5 rebounds as well. 11.2 rebounds in February, people forget. Woo! Mm-hmm. Man. And there we are. Are we ready for the That's final stretch run, J-Rod, of the NBA Let's season? Go. It's here. I love, the, I love the analysis here. I love the analysis. Hungover. Hungover. That's How do you say... Part. He was looking for a better word. How do you say, um, hungover? <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow. hydration. 9 a.m. to noon Eastern right here inside your Odyssey app and live coast-to-coast on the BetQL Network for Brian Gersh for... Mario for Jake for J-Rod. I'm Chris Mack. This has been BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM.